0: Yo, everybody, we have in the podcast studio, JK, it's just my office, Bailey Emig.
1: (laughs) Hello, everyone. This feels like a studio, though. You should see the setup.
0: It's pretty wild. Come by anytime. Uh, We have honey sticks and uh, Legos. Luxury. And lots of books. Mm Mm-hmm. B. Emig gave a great message tonight. She talked about community. She kicked off our relationships uh, series talking about why we need to have community together and why we can't just do life on our own. I thought it was challenging. I thought the points you made were really good. I thought the needs that you raised talking about the fact, first of all, that like we need community
1: yeah.
0: was really excellent because when we think of like our needs as humans, we don't often think of that, but you mm-hmm. painted a pretty good picture of why we need it.
1: Thanks. Yeah. that statistics. 79% of Gen Z admits that they feel lonely. I think, yeah, something that maybe we don't like to admit to, but it's so real.
0: Have you ever had like a season in your life where you were feeling pretty lonely or you could really identify with that?
1: Oh yeah. Like I know I shared tonight one story of like a sin struggle that I had, um, or just like doubts that I had essentially, um, and felt like super lonely in that until I was like forced to be in community. And then that's when healing came from that. So, um, just being in that situation, I know the value of it and I know, um, why we need it, I guess.
0: That's the really, scary part about sin too is that sin always forces us away from community and like onto an island with just ourselves. That's like such a plot of the enemy is to get you away from that community so that you can stop being poured into and stop being encouraged. And when you're all alone, that's when you're most vulnerable. So I think we've all been there. Um, Okay, so we need community. We talked about what is community. So Mm -hmm. give us a like 10-second quick snapshot version of what you're trying to say community is tonight.
1: Yeah, we talked about a bunch of different, well, it might not be 10 seconds, but we talked about a bunch of different types of community. We talked about how God is the lens in which we see these relationships. So he's not just one aspect of community, but he's through all of them. And we have different types. We have people who are acquaintances who we see. We have friends who know a little bit more about us. And then we have those close friends who are really challenging us, pouring into us and shaping us.
0: The visual you had for the Trinity and how God models perfect community for us was really useful. Mm. That was really good. So like, tell me if I get this wrong, but so essentially God is three persons in one entity and he lives in perfect community with himself, which is like a mind blowing statement on its own. But he made us so that we could reflect that perfect community because he is father, son, and spirit. Living together perfectly. And so he wants his creation to do the same thing. Is that right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And just that he loves and values community so much that he wants to share it with us. Like he wants us to experience that too.
0: Yeah, he knows how good it feels mm-hmm. to be in perfect community and he wants to share that with us. That's a, that's a great way to put it. You also said something about like we were made, What is it, what did you say? Like we weren't just made to be in community, but we were made for it or something? We were
1: made for yeah, from it. So we were made from community because God is in
0: community. Oh, we we weren't only made for it. We were made from it. Is yeah. that the quote? Yeah. Yeah. So this is the way that God wants us to live. Mm-hmm. Jenny Allen. Jenny Allen. Jenny Allen says so as well. Last thing we said was you wanted us to know how to take part in community. So how do I do this? You're telling me it's important. You tell me I need it like- How do I do it? Give me the snapshot.
1: Yeah, we gave kind of some four quick tips about it. So we said, prioritize, be intentional, um, be bold, and then forgive, which I think forgive might be the hardest one on there. But
0: Why, Why do you think forgive is the toughest?
1: I think I talked a little bit tonight, but the culture that we're in today, it's so easy when someone says something that offends you or does something wrong, it's not talking through it with them. It's just easy to ditch that friendship and move on. But actually investing in people and committing to them means that they're going to hurt you and you're going to hurt them. And
0: Yeah. I think about how Jesus committed to being in community with Judas, right? Mm. Like he invited Judas into the 12 knowing what he was going to do. Yeah. But he still did it because it's, it's what the father had for him. And so not saying we should intentionally invite people <laughs> who are going to hurt us into our friend groups. Not saying that. But maybe the message there is that being friends with somebody is about more than what you can get out of it. Yeah. Maybe there's a deeper message there about sometimes friendship is about growing. And even if it's a a hard friendship or even if you can't get along or they don't treat you right, not saying stay in a friendship that hurts you, but there's always chances to grow through those things. So don't just ditch them right away, but Mm -hmm. like see if God has a way for you to grow in that. Yeah. Might be the the thought.
1: Friendships are so much stronger after too.
0: Yeah. And if you come through it, completely right. Can I have, can I give you one pushback though? Yeah. Or one question maybe that we're yes, asking? Please. Everyone is so busy. BMG. Yeah. So busy. <laughs> you're busy, right?
1: Mm, a little too much.
0: <laughs> we're all busy. So you're telling me community is important and I got to carve out time, but how do I do that? When I literally like get up, go straight to school, Um, probably don't finish all my homework. I have sports or some kind of club or activity after school. And then I come home and I eat and I finish my homework. And by then the day is like basically over. So when am I supposed to fit this in?
1: Yeah. I think that's such a fair concern because it is reality for so many of us. I think my main point back to that would be just that community shouldn't be necessarily time that we set aside. Sometimes there is like, chunks of hours during the day, but ultimately it's also something that we're weaving into our daily lives. It's checking in with our friends. It's, um, yeah, kind of keeping up to date with them. And it's not always just this extra time that we set aside, but also, like I said, one of our tips is prioritizing this. So maybe there are things in our lives that are taking the place of what community could fill. So maybe examining your life and seeing what are things that I am spending my time on that that resource could be used for growing in community.
0: Yeah, yeah. If I look at my phone usage and it says that I spent two and a half hours on Instagram today, Yeah. but then I'm like, well, I don't have time for community. Like we probably did. We just got to reprioritize some things. Not saying those are bad things. We all love a good Insta reel, but like if I'm not feeding myself with what God says is good, I should probably do that before I do other stuff.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: So, okay. Hey, thanks for teaching tonight. It was so good. Any final thoughts? Thanks.
1: I mean, that's kind of what I ended on tonight was just that it's worth it. There's so many pushbacks and hard things and boundaries in the way of community, but it really is worth it. Um, If you invest in it, you'll see the fruit from it. So go through the hard stuff
0: go through the hard stuff. Mm. Just like K-State basketball being so garbage <laughs> oh, for so many years, <laughs> just for one year of decently good basketball. <laughs> and that's all we have time for. See you guys. <laughs>